What is the definition of slippage? Hello, my name is Rador and today we are going to take a look at the term slippage in our Crypto Basics series. Slippage refers to the phenomenon that occurs in a trade when the price of the currency you want to buy increases so much during the buying process that you would buy at an unintentionally high price. In this episode, I will tell you exactly when slippage occurs, how it can be avoided and why it is important to adjust the slippage, if necessary, in a new token listing. And as always, the content discussed in this episode is for general information only. This is not financial advice. What you do with your money is up to you and you alone. And now, enjoy the episode. Perhaps a brief introduction for those who have not yet had anything to do with slippage is helpful here. If you have only bought cryptocurrencies so far via a provider where you simply enter how much fiat currency, so euros, dollars or pounds, you want to buy a certain cryptocurrency for, you have not yet had any direct contact with slippage. If you buy from a provider, not on an exchange, you save yourself some prior knowledge as you don't have to deal with any price margins yourself. Instead, these providers carry out the transactions as specified, that is, if you buy Bitcoin for $100, you get Bitcoin for $100 at the price of one Bitcoin as soon as the provider receives your payment. The cons? It can happen that so much time passes between the purchase and the receipt of payment by the provider that the price of a Bitcoin changes in such a way that you get less Bitcoin for your $100 than stated at the time of your purchase. The pros? For those who want to buy without having to learn all about exchanges, this is the best solution, as you don't have to deal with the order books and, again, slippage. Of course, the provider also charges you for making the purchase process as convenient as possible. A difference of more than 10 euro or more per coin or token is not uncommon, and depending on how much you buy for, this can really add up. Nevertheless, it should be emphasized once again that this is not the rule and one should not generalize these deviations. Especially for those who are new to crypto, central providers are still a good way to take the step into the crypto world and do so in a relatively uncomplicated and time-saving way. However, if you want to have full control of the purchase price, sooner or later you will not get around an exchange and the fact that trading on an exchange requires much more time, experience and skill. For those who have never been on an exchange, let me briefly explain how buying a cryptocurrency on an exchange works. Here you don't trade the given price of a provider, but the real price, so the current price of a cryptocurrency as it is traded for on the market. If a coin, let's call it coin A, costs $100 for example, and we want to buy for $1000, then we get 10 of these coins for our money. However, the exchange will also ask us at what maximum price we would be willing to buy and now we are back to slippage. The slippage is the maximum allowed deviation from the price of the coin before the transaction is automatically cancelled and we keep our money, meaning that we do not buy the coin. Therefore, the slippage is there to ensure that we, as buyers, do not buy at an unreasonably high price. So much for the definition. Now let's look at when the slippage is applied. Here are two scenarios that could well occur. In our first scenario, we assume that the price will change only by a margin, assuming that the coin has been listed for a long time and no major change is to be expected. 
However, since the crypto market is more volatile than the stock market, price jumps of 5% up and down within 24 hours are not uncommon, even when it comes to a rather stable coin, which is why we include a price change of $1, so 1%. In the next step, we set a so-called limit order, which some of you might already be familiar with from the traditional stock market. With a limit order, we set a price that we are willing to buy at, but we also set a limit for how much the respective currency is allowed to change in price. If the price changes in our favor, in this case coin A's price falls in the short term so that we can buy at a lower price than planned, the order is also filled. The limit just mentioned therefore only has an influence on the buying process in one direction. We have set this tolerance of 1%, the slippage, as our limit and now we confirm the transaction. As it happens, the price of coin A changes by 50 cents in the time it takes us to enter all values, confirm the transaction and reload the page. So we would buy coin A for $100.50. However, since this is still within the tolerance of the 1% that we have set, the transaction is carried out and we are now in possession of 9.95 coins A. It is true that we no longer get exactly 10 coins. However, due to the long-term forecast of $1,000 per coin, we consider this loss to be so small compared to the profits that we will make this way. But what happens if the price rises by more than 1%? This brings us to the second scenario. We can already guess what's going to happen. If the price of the coin rises to say $105 in the time we want to buy, the exchange knows that this price exceeds our set limits. So we would get even fewer coins for our original sum of $1000 and so the exchange does not carry out the transaction. If on the other hand we had set a slippage of 5%, the transaction would have been carried out and we would have bought despite the price increase. And that's it, it really isn't complicated. In the beginning I mentioned slippage with regards to new token listings and since such a listing is now also pending on the Maya exchange with the right token, I would like to explain that briefly as well. To set the scene, as many of you are new listeners, which I am very pleased about and would like to welcome you all at this point, there are two types of exchanges in the crypto world. Centralized and decentralized exchanges. One of the best known examples of a centralized exchange would be Binance. Central exchanges are companies that, as the name suggests, centrally ensure that people can trade cryptocurrencies with each other. Just like the New York Stock Exchange, these institutions bring together supply and demand in one place. Decentralized exchanges, on the other hand, refer to exchanges that run on a blockchain. One such decentralized exchange is the Maya exchange, which runs on the Elrond blockchain. As of right now, the Maya exchange has only been launched three weeks ago and has three currencies so far. E-Gold as the native coin of the Elrond blockchain, the USDC, a stable coin that always adjusts to the dollar and allows users to exchange their cryptocurrencies for the USDC at an all-time high to buy back and later, and the MAX token with MAX being the abbreviation for Maya Exchange, which is the exchange's own token. So that's just to get you started in case you didn't know what to do with these terms. 
And now the fourth currency is the so-called write token. This is the first project token that will be available on the Maya exchange and belongs to the Munich-based company Holoride, which we already talked about in our last interview, so be sure to check that out as well if you haven't done so already and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. The write token will be listed, which means that it is not yet available on the Maya exchange, but it will be there soon. And as it happens with new projects, especially those that have an insane potential, the demand is incredibly high. And that's where slippage comes into it once again. Let's assume that there are 100,000 people who would like to buy the right token on the date it's listed on the Maya exchange. Now you can guess how the supply and demand ratio behaves right at the beginning. On the one hand, we have a limited supply because there will not be more than the fixed number of 1 billion right tokens. And on the other hand, we have an overwhelming demand. You don't need a degree in economics to imagine what will happen to the price initially. I mean, I can just guess, but it probably won't fall. So anyone who tries to buy the token will notice that its price will change by more than the one person just described, at least shortly after the listing begins, and even the more generous 5% should exceed the slippage. Here perhaps a quick reference is helpful. When the Maya exchange was launched on November the 20th, the price of a MEX token was still at $0.0002. That was at 2.12 am. Since many were expecting a big jump in the price of the MEX token right at launch, many of those who already had eGold in their portfolio wanted to swap at least some of their eGold into MEX to swap it back later. The problem a very few saw that actually happened coming, namely a jump in the price of the MEX token by, and please hold on to something now, 500% within 15 minutes. And so most of us sat in front of our computers and watched our transactions not being executed because we had chosen too low a slippage for this price increase. It should be noted here that hardly anyone managed to buy the MEX token at the entry price and X5 their money in a very short time. Only those who were brave and entered a slippage of more than 50% were able to rejoice in the best case and take at least a part of the rapid increase. The transactions for which a larger slippage, so a higher tolerance, was entered were the few that could be executed. All others could only buy when the volatility was lower again, meaning something in the range of 5 to 10%, which is considered quite normal. What I would like to illustrate with this example is the following. If you have never experienced how prices can fluctuate when a new token is listed, you should be aware of two things. Firstly, it may well be that you must increase your own slippage somewhat in order to be able to carry out a transaction or a purchase at all. And secondly, buying directly after a new token has been listed requires strong nerves and a bit of experience. So if you're hoping that you can buy directly at the starting price, you're probably mistaken and will be disappointed if you have entered too low a slippage and then your transaction fails. So please think about how much tolerance you are willing to put in when the right token launches if you want to buy it and be prepared that it won't be quite as easy as you might think. However, you are already a big step ahead if you have listened to this podcast and first know the basics of slippage and limit order. We have also made a short video tutorial on how exactly the right token buying process takes place on the My Exchange, which you can watch on our newest Tarivision YouTube channel. 
As in the video is for illustrative purposes only, a slippage of 0.1% was set as an example there, but you now know that this only applies when the price of a token has already stabilized. If you liked this episode, feel free to listen again next time. In our basic series, we explain the most important terms about blockchain, crypto and DeFi every week to help you better navigate through the crypto world. If you have a specific question or feedback about our podcast, feel free to write us an email at hello at or visit us on Twitter, Telegram and Facebook. Until then, and all the best, happy staking, Yorado.